You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. We just want to welcome you back today. And we are happy that you tune in one more time to listen to the Word of God. And there is a word for you today. So stay tuned and be blessed. Well, blessed be the name of the Lord. We are excited to come to you one more time to share with you the blessings from the Word of the Lord. So today we would love to go to the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 4, and read in verses 46 to 52, verses 46 down to 52. And so we read, So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Verse 49, The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy son liveth, and the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servant met him, and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend, and they said unto him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Wow, what a portion of the word of the Lord. So today we would love to talk to you on the subject, growth in faith, growth in faith. In the text we read, we have the account of the healing of the nobleman's son. In this portion of scripture, we have a good example of weak faith, which becomes strong faith. Many people complain of having weak faith but do not know what to do about it. So we are praying that from this study of the nobleman, we can see just where his faith was weak, how weak faith may become strong faith. First, we look at the signs of weak faith. Let us look at the signs of weak faith. Weak faith always, my friends, demanding visible proof. Weak faith always demanding visible proof. When the nobleman heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, the Bible tells us that he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son because his son was at the point of death. Look at what Jesus said to the man in verse 48. Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. It is human nature to desire to see something. There is an old saying that says seeing is believing. 
Yet it has been proven time and time again that we can be deceived by sight. Witnesses have sworn that they saw a certain person at the scene of a crime. And later it was proven to be a case of mistaken identity. That is true. Faith based upon sight is weak faith. The world says seeing is believing. But faith says believing is seeing. It is really unbelief which demands visible proof. Thomas said, I will not believe until I see. Jesus rebuked him and said, Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet they have believed. There are a lot of people today who demand visible proof. They want to see miracles, something to see, and then they say, I will believe. No, they won't believe, my friends, because according to God's word, if they will not believe the Bible and recognize the miracles of God's grace all around them, seeing something will not change their mind and that will not help. People who have weak faith always want a sign, but signs are unnecessary for those who fully believe God and take him at his word. Then another sign of weak faith and of a weak Christian is that he must be driven to God by a desperate need. And I want you to really soak that in. I said another sign of weak faith and of a weak Christian is that he must be driven to God by a desperate need. The nobleman's son mm -hmm, was at the point of death. No doubt the father had called in every doctor he knew, and all of them had given up the case as hopelessness. There is no hope for your son. But in this time of great distress, when all else had failed, uh, watch this, he thought of Jesus. Mm -hmm, that's what we do. He thought of Jesus. Now, such faith is better than no faith at all, but not as good as the faith that draws us to God by love and by gratitude. It is better to be driven than not to come to God at all. So the question is, why wait until tragedy strikes for you to turn to a true and a living God? Don't wait until the problems arises for you to turn unto the God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ever ask or even think. It is way better to be in close contact with God right now, trusting Him right now, resting on Him right now, living for Him right now, loving him right now. So when the valley experience come, then you will be able to stand. No doubt the nobleman had heard Jesus many times. I'm sure he did, but did not go to him, nor invite him to his house. 
But now because his son is dying, he wants to exercise faith because of a great need. Don't make that same mistake and wait for a need for you to come to Jesus, my friends. Oh, no, man. You can come to him every day because he has challenged us and encouraged us to come boldly to the throne of grace where we can obtain mercy and where we can find grace to help in the hour of need. The third sign of weak faith is that while it prays, it dictates to God. In verse 49 of our text that we read, the nobleman said, Sir, come down ere my child die. Notice that he did not make his request known to Jesus and then leave the rest to the one who doeth all things well. No, he said, come down and heal my son. He dictates to Jesus just what he wanted him to do. Jesus did not have to go to the man's house to heal his son. No, he is the son of God. He can do all things. The nobleman lived in Capernaum and Jesus was in Cana of Galilee. The child was at the point of death when the father left home. So anything could happen between one point to the next. Perfect faith does not dictate to God, but has trust in the perfect wisdom of God. Oh, I need to, I need to tell you that one more time. I said perfect faith does not dictate to God, but has trust in the perfect wisdom of God. It will be a wonderful day in the Christian life when we, with simply faith, trust God to answer our petitions when and how he pleases. Glory be to our God. Then the fourth sign of weak faith is impatient. Verse 49 again. The nobleman said, Sir, come down ere my child die. There is evidence here of a short temper. The nobleman thinks that this is no time to argue. We have no time to explain. We have no time to quarrel. We have no time to debate. What he wants is haste. Hurry up and come down before my child die. However, it is rather comforting to know that Jesus honors even such faith as this. Though impatient, though dictatorial, driven by need and seeking visible proof, Jesus still honors such faith. He answers the prayers of this father. He pities our weaknesses. And so we should love him. And so we should worship him. And so we should praise him. Jesus honored the weak faith of the noble man in order that his weak faith might become strong faith. So this leads us to the sign of a strong faith. It leads us to the sign of a strong faith. Look at verse 50. Verse 50 in the text tells us that the nobleman believed the word uh -huh, that Jesus had spoken unto him. Man, you have to be a fool not to believe the words 
that Jesus is speaking to you even now. You have to be a real idiot not to grab the whole of the word that Jesus is saying to us. He no longer desire a sign. He could now rely upon the simple word of God. No, no, no longer sign. I now can rely on what you have said to me. You see, my friends, when you come in contact with Jesus and hearing his word causes the noble man to have stronger faith. Don't you know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God? Oh, yes, man. That's what the Bible says. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. That's why you can never get too much of the word. You can never hear too much of the word because that's how faith comes into us. So I am encouraging you to take time every day to read the word of God. Take time every day to listen to the word of the Lord. Don't be in a haste and in a hurry and you are dressed up but you are going nowhere. You are still too busy to take time to listen to the word of the Lord. The Bible is different from any other book on the face of the earth. It is vital. It is living. It is real. It is true. And this fact is impressed upon those who read it, my friends. It's impressed upon those who will read the word of the Lord. Jesus said to this father, go thy way, thy son liveth. And the Bible tells us that the man believed what the Lord said. With no proof, with no signs, with no written contract, he believed the word of the Lord. After we are saved through the word, it is through the word that we have the victory. It is through the word we live the victorious Christian life. Glory be to our God, my friends. The Bible says, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, not our works, not our attitude, but our faith. That's in John, 1 John 5 and verse 4. Another sign of strong faith is restfulness. The father came from home in great haste and was impatient at the delay of Jesus. But after Jesus had said, thy son leaveth, after he believed what Jesus said, we find him in no hurry. In fact, he did not return home until the next day. Because verses 51 and 52 says, the man was resting on the promises of Jesus. Look at verses 51 and 52. Let's look at that quickly. Verses 51 and 52. He says, And as he was now going down, his servant met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the man was resting on the promises of Jesus that his boy was healed. 
I love the hymn which says, I am standing on the promises that cannot fail. When the howling storms of doubts and fears assail, by the living word of God I shall prevail. I am standing on the promises of God. He was confident that all was well at home. No need to rush home because Jesus took care of all the troubles and the problem. In Isaiah 26, verse 3, we are told that Jesus will keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. Everyone is in a hurry today, but we need to slow down and rest in the promises of God. Another sign of strong faith is the readiness to receive God's answer. It's the readiness to receive God's answer. When the servants met the nobleman and told him that his son is alive and well, was the very echo of what Jesus had said to him in Cana the day before. He received it as a miracle from the hand of God. Glory be to God because all good gifts and all perfect gifts comes from above, my friends. The last sign of strong faith is that willingness to receive spiritual blessings. Is that willingness to receive spiritual blessings. We are told that the nobleman himself believed and all his house and he, he went to Jesus seeking temporal blessings, the healing of his son. But he received much more than just temporal blessings. He received the healing of his own soul. Such is God's way of dealing. He knows how to give. Above all, we ask or even think. The song says he giveth more grace when the burdens go greater. He, he sendeth more strength when the labors increase, when affliction is added, God adds his mercies. Amen. That's the kind of God he is. The faith that seeks the spiritual is greater faith than that which seeks the temporal. Glory to God. So the question is, where do you stand, my friends, today? Where do you stand in your faith. God help us to check up and spiritually to grow up in our faith, my friends. We have no time in these closing days of life to feast on weak faith. We need a strong faith to stand against the wiles and the tricks of the enemy. Satan is on a rampage. The Bible says he is like a roaring lion. He's walking about seeking whom he may devour. And so we need strong faith to stand the test that will come our way. We need strong faith to defeat the, the works of the enemy, to destroy the kingdom of darkness, my friends. We need strong faith to go out into the highways and into the byways and to bring men to Christ. Jesus told us we must go into the 
highways and into the byways and compel men to come to him more so today than ever before because these are closing days of time and we see the evidence signs of the times are everywhere everywhere my friends and because of that we need strong faith to hold on to god's unchanging hand we need strong faith to hold on just a little while longer oh may god bless you today is my prayer just for you thank you once again for listening and if the messages you heard have impacted your life in one way or another. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at New Day of Hope Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's New Day of Hope Podcast at gmail.com or called at 470-929-5526. Once again, that's 470 we look forward hearing from you. So until then, remember, you are amazing. Have a great week, everybody.